well, if it isn't episode nine. What do we have here? How you doing, everybody? Doing well. How you doing? Not too shabby. Ryan's the only one with us tonight. Uh, going to do a one-on-one session. Solo. Sorry. There's some other people. I was sending a aggressive um, link proof. Fake news. <laughs> Not dead or dying. Like more in the game, so. You're, you're really the only one that should be talking. I, mean, I guess we're all dying. Yeah, you were poisoned. Oh, uh, get out of here with that metaphysical stuff, man. All right, Sylvia Plath. We're all born to die, man. Oh, come on, Nietzsche. In a Marla Singer sort of way. It is. It actually is really fight clubby. Fooly cooly kind of way. Yeah. Last week we left off on a kind of low note with everyone except for Sidriel. Face down in the mud. Unconscious. I don't think it was a low note. I think it was a very successful combat. I mean, you did survive. Daisy's face down in the mud, but she's conscious. She's that she's she's just electing to do that, right? Yeah, she's just having a good time. That's her thing. <laughs> uh, Daisy's well, maybe she's snuffing around in the mud, but she yeah. was just yeah, that's she all was playing mind. playing with the zombie like a chew toy. Last I saw her, <laughs> was she? Um, Sidriel is the only one left standing uh, on this cold, silent night with the wind blowing. You've seen Flora go down. Stormac and Ozil had already gone down before that. What's going through your head right now? What are you what are you gonna do? Oh shit. Oh shit, oh fuck. Uh oh, and Sidra will kinda run over to uh Flora and see if conscious or anything. He just saw her go down. He hasn't had a chance to assess the situation. Daisy likes his face. Yeah, down Daisy. Down Daisy. Um, and I guess I'll try to make a medicine check on Florida to attempt to stabilize her. All right, yeah, heal check. That is a one. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. She looks great. <laughs> so what's that critical fail look like, Johnny? <laughs> oh, we had no skill checks now, too? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm Just kidding. for Wesley. <laughs> <laughs> just, for, just for comedy's sake. Hey, that's cool. Crude fail. Uh, Sidra attempts to uh, save Flora, and it actually stabs himself, and he's dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but you lose another hit point. Oh, does she get a saving throw to stabilize? Yep. Yeah. Actually, let's do that first. Um, but you rolled a seventeen on the die. You're more than good. You stabilize. Oof. So does that mean I go to zero, or just do I stay at the negative four? Uh, you would stay at four, and you do not continue losing hit points. Okay. So yeah, you check in on her. She seems to be stable. Um, what do you do? I'm going to pick her up and put her over the side, like kind of laying across the saddle on Daisy's back. Right on. Yeah, Daisy's more than amiable. Amicable? She's into it. <laughs> She's happy. Come on, Daisy. We, we, we gotta get out of here. And she listens to you. And we'll head back to where I last saw... I'm gonna pick up that torch also, uh, so I can actually see what's going on. The one that mm-hmm. uh, 
where I had last time, and I'm gonna head back to the last spot that I saw, uh, Stormak and Ozil. Okay. And they're gone! Yeah, Daisy follows you over there. They're gone! <laughs> Are they zombies? Oh man, that would be cool. <laughs> Are all their insides still on the inside? As far as you can tell. Entrails or extrails? <laughs> and yeah, they, they, they're breathing. They're badly wounded. Uh, but they seem to be stable. They're not bleeding out. And how far were how, how far did we walk from town to get here? It's about 650 feet to the Lorimer Estate. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to try to kind of like strap Flora in and send Daisy like, alright Daisy, go home. Go get, go, go get help. Go get Kendra. Like just trying my best to convince Daisy to go like alert somebody. That's interesting. Do you, can, do you like roll that to see if she understands or what? You got handle animal? Animal handling, right? Yeah. Come on, Daisy. Damn! Oh, yeah, I speak to animals real good. <laughs> oh, shit. Nice. nice. What's your bonus on that? Um, you cannot roll it untrained. Oh, you don't have a, a point in it? Help. Oh. So Oof. you tell her, go get help. Go, go, Daisy. And she just sits there smiling at you with her tongue hanging out. <laughs> I thought you could make like a DC 10 or less with untrained skills, or is that just for knowledge? I think that's just for knowledges. Uh, yeah, I guess I'm just gonna begin the very long, arduous process of dragging one person like 15 feet, dragging the next person 15 feet, and let Daisy just carry Flora around on, on her back. Weren't you, like, poisoned <laughs> or bleeding or something? Yeah, actually, thank you for reminding me, Megan. Shit, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> So, last week, uh, I let it sl slip from my mind on accident uh, that Sidriel is supposed to be rolling fortitude saves. Way to go, teacher's pet. Well, I... <sighs> uh, from the poison he took from the centipede attack. Um, luckily, he didn't have this dexterity damage while you were fighting those zombies. When I had some... But now I'm going to have to ask you to roll some fortitude saves, buddy. Yeah, you did have three points. Um, that is an eight. Oh, no. How about I let you roll? Uh, you want to roll a d3? Sure. You could be less mad at me for it. <laughs> <laughs> hey! Nice. All right. We got a few more of these, though. So is that yeah. another point of dexterity damage? Yeah, one more dexterity damage. Then give me another fortitude save. Did you just call it dex dirty? Dex dirty damage. That's a five. No. Let's have another d3. Two more points. Oh no. Oh no. It's not a very high DC. <laughs> oh no, dude. It'd be nice if I could roll something higher than a, what, a two? What happens when you hit zero dexterity? You die. Oh no! What is your dexterity at right now? Um, I have an 18 total, so I'm at a 12 now. Oh okay. shit. Well, that was a... Save, so it, it's pretty likely that we could die here. So let's see, uh, that was... Two... 
three, so we need three more saves. Wait, what? If you make one save, you stop making them. Oh, actually, I don't know if you die. I, I think I'd become paralyzed when the zombies come back and eat us. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> That's a nine. Okay, roll that d3. Will our replacement characters have the same experience that these characters have? <laughs> Just start from zero. That's for another point. That's a five. Oh my god. <laughs> Just remember, John, you're the DM. You did this. For another three points. What should my next character be? Oh, shit. This is getting fucking real. All right. Last last one. What, it just stops randomly? Or are you just starting to feel that? Uh, it, it lasts for six rounds. Uh, so it would be six saves. And uh, it just takes one save to cure. All right. There we 17. go. All right. So just pretend wow. like that happened during the zombie fight, and then we'll be all good to go. Holy shit. That was close. You can cut and paste that into last week's episode, right? <laughs> yeah. We'll catch that in post. Um, so you're feeling a little, a little slow <laughs> as you're dragging these bodies. God. Oh my man. God. man, it's really too bad Daisy didn't listen to you because that would have been a big help. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm still, I still have the same amount of strength as I had before, so dragging them isn't that much harder. You're just tripping over the rocks, and, and luckily you're you're not on a time crunch. Like they're not dying; they are stable. And you're you're dragging them to Kendra's house. I'm just trying to get them away from this graveyard and in, in, in the direction of town. I feel like you could probably bang on the first door available, right? Pretty much, yeah. Once, once I have a good distance between this graveyard and town, that's when I start, little help, anybody? I need some help out here. <laughs> but I want to be a good, like, 300 feet away from this graveyard. I, I don't want to take the risk of, like, tracking more Zambos. Right on. So, yeah, get, some, get a little bit of distance and you start calling for help. And, uh... After, after it is like two, three in the morning or something, right? Um, or it's at least I think you guys went at midnight. Yeah, it was. It was late. And eventually, after you yell a little bit, uh, you do see a candlelight in one of the windows, and hear some rustling, and somebody comes out holding a candle. It's this older woman. She's like, "What's all the racket out here?" D- my gods, are you okay? Uh, no, not at all. You like the guard, some the sheriff, somebody? We need some help out here. Oh, yes, I'll... Hold on, let me get my... Oh, oh dear. Let me get my husband. And um, she goes back into the house. Okay, I'm just gonna have a sit right here. <laughs> um, a few minutes later, uh... uh large man comes out and he's got he's like all dressed and uh, he goes and pulls a horse out from behind the house and he's like I'll go get help yeah, just, just just stay here yeah so I've got like Stormax stacked on top of Ozil Daisy <laughs> next to me and then Cinderella's just like sitting on the ground at this point leaning back against them just kind of like barely holding his bow in the direction of the cemetery 
and Daisy keeps licking your face. After a minute, the woman comes out uh, with some water, and she's like, Is there anything I could do for you? What happened? What happened to you? She just grabs the water, just chugs the whole, just knocks it back in immediately. There's, there's... All right, yes. In the graveyard, there's, there's so many of them. So many of what, dear? Grave robbers? (laughs) (laughs) Well. (laughs) I mean, I guess kind of. They, They definitely were in the graves. Oh dear, Edward would be back shortly. Uh, can I get you anything? Is there anything I can do? More, more water would be good. Bandages. Yes, of course, of course. And she'll grab the water skin and go refill it, grab some bandages, and come out and start helping a little bit. Uh, and after a minute, the man comes back, his horse galloping down the road. And uh, you see he's got a, a figure on the back of the horse with him. And it is Father Grimborough. What? Not at all who he asked for. But even better. Is it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, a cleric? Yes, please. Oh. Um. He shows up, he's like, Hey, they are right there. They're beat up pretty bad. Yes, thank you for getting me. Father Grimborough hops off the horse and kind of shuffles over. His long black cloak is kind of like dragging behind him. What happened here? Got ambushed in the graveyard. The the dead are walking, but I don't know if questions are the right thing right now. Can you help them? They're they're dying. Yes. One second, and I, he reaches into his robes and he pulls out this like silver uh, spiral symbol and he clutches it and he starts muttering some words and then this bright flash of light like emanates out from him and everyone around heals her nine points yeah Uh, Stormak is at half health and he uh, wakes up gets himself up off of Ozil oh, um, uh, my, my apologies <laughs> I don't remember oh where where are we and then I help Ozil up as well <clears throat> oh, thank you Stormak uh, where, where, are, where are we why were you on top of me <laughs> I don't believe that I was um <laughs> it was just a dream. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we're going to play this, huh? <laughs> no, All right, I'm into no, it. No, no, yes. I, I don't know how I wound up there. Um, I look around. Oh, father. Um, what's, what's going on? According to your friend here, the dead have been rising from the ground. I do seem to remember that, but uh, I can't exactly confirm. Um, Flora jerks awake and, like, swings her dagger around. Easy, child. You're safe now. The dead, uh, did they make it to town? Did we win? Did we win? (laughs) (laughs) It would appear that there have been no incidents in town that I am aware of. 
I think I think we got to the last one just before or just after Flora went down. Well, I was told this had happened recently as well. Uh, yes, Father. Perhaps we uh, you should send some priests to investigate the rest of the graveyard just in case they're uh, lingerers. Yes, I'm not certain that uh, any of my clergy would be able to stand up to such things, unfortunately. Even I am a little old for battle. We must inform the sheriff. Indeed. I do not like what this means. Something ill is afoot in Ravengrow. Indeed you're correct, Father Grimbro. You should get some rest. I will inform the sheriff of what has happened here. Yeah, I think that uh, Ozil Broadtusks will turn around and go and help anybody who needs help if we are headed back to Kendra's place for some rest. Uh, when you turn around, uh, Father Grimbo is like, Mr. Broadtusks. Yes, Father. I am not one to tell people how to live their lives, but... Perhaps this would be a good a time as any to think about straying back into the Lady's Grace. How long has it been? It's been ten years, Father. Sorry, that's wrong. It's more like fifteen years, Father. <laughs> Sorry, that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot my own backstory. My apologies. It's okay. You've sustained massive wounds. That's understandable. <laughs> <laughs> I shall not pry and ask what led you astray, but her grace may be the only hope we have if things get much worse. I have seen what the dead rising can do, what it turns into. Yes, father. I shall uh, come by the temple tomorrow and see if you have a spare Whatever book I need would be... <laughs> <laughs> what is Ferrazian? What's the Ferrazian text? There's, it's something. It's like of the Ferrazma seven... for dummies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you happen to have a Ferrazma for dummies laying around, uh, it'd be very helpful. I think I've got a chicken soup of the Ferrazman soul. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's great. Uh, you're always welcome, my son. Uh, please tend to your wounds as best as you can. Uh, get some rest. You'll know where to find me. Father, I apologize that we did not finish our uh, task of guarding for the shift. Uh, please be aware that the graveyard is now left unattended. Of course, uh, I will be sure to tell that to the sheriff as well. But yeah, he gets a uh, he gets a ride back on the Edwards horse, and um, you guys are left on your own to limp back to Kendra's house <laughs> at three o'clock in the morning. As we're walking back, um, I, I fall in step with Ozil, and I say, uh, "Father Grimborough uh, said he is not up for uh, adventuring like like we are. Um, if only we had a strong." battle-worthy cleric on our side. I agree with you, Stormak. I was once a man of the cloth, and I 
feel it as if it is time to uh, get back into her ways. I can't. We can't keep running into the undead like this and not be prepared. Ah, that's what Father was talking about. Makes sense now. So you do make it back to Kendra's house. When you come in the door, uh, you see that she's actually awake. What? What is she doing? Okay. That is not what's on my mind. <laughs> uh, she's sitting on the ground in the, like in the middle of, like, the lar- a large uh, foyer. And she's just surrounded by, like, piles of little ceramic cats and doodads and, uh, whatchamacallits. I don't know, you tell what me. What the fuck? <coughs> Knickknacks. Uh, okay, Knickknacks. Okay. Um, little, little, like, ceramic cats and, like, decorative, uh, statuettes. And she's just, like, surrounded by them. She looks stressed out, and she's like, Oh, I didn't expect you coming through the door so late. What, um... My my gods, what what happened? Did we tell you about the first zombies that we discovered in town two days ago? Zombies? Yeah. What what is it that you guys call them? Zombros? Zam... Zam... I mean, we can. Zombies, <laughs> zombies. Yeah, I'm unfamiliar with them personally, but uh, they've. Oh, you mean zambonis? <laughs> <laughs> Ran into a couple of zambonis out there. We got the top shaved right off. <laughs> Real close to the shoulders, like. Uh, you're referring to the undead. Yes, undead. More of them rose up from the grave. That's troublesome indeed. If it wasn't for Sidriel, we'd all be dead. Uh, well, thank you, Master Sidriel. Uh, I must say I've grown quite fond of you. Uh, you all, this past few days, I uh, hate to see anything happen to you. Sense motive. <laughs> Daisy barks and starts nudging Sidriel's hand with her nose. Well, Sidriel's still kind of like holding where his centipede wound was, like... Well, I'm glad we're all home safe, but I'm gonna take. I'm, I'm gonna go to sleep now. And he kind of like looks around at all the little cat things that Kendra has around it. But Kendra, I have so many questions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, about about that. Uh, get some rest. Plenty of time for that in the morning. Are the rest of you retiring, or should I put some tea on? I mean, I uh, I might. I will have to go as well. Uh, but, uh, cool cats. <laughs> yes, uh, well. <laughs> and she just looks, like, kind of just bothered by them. Um. It's like, I, I suppose I could use some rest myself. Sidro, like, pops his head back out of the, uh, I assume he's going to the study. Pops his head back out of the One more. Do you have anything for poison? And he just falls. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Right, my word. And she runs over to try and help you, and, like, set you somewhere. Stormak helps Sidril up. He says, uh, he was poisoned by a, um, a, a very, very big centipede. And I carry him to his little makeshift bed or whatever. What, what were you doing? Centipedes and zombies? Where have you been? Uh, just, you know, 700 feet northwest. 
from here. We were in the graveyard. Yes, the graveyard. Oh, uh, interesting. Why? Why were you there? Well, we, uh, I look over at Flora. Like, am I not supposed to say this? And then I just go ahead and say, we're, we were sent to find. She interrupts you. We were guarding the um, graveyard for the sheriff. He asked us to take night watch. That is true. So okay, so she's oh, you were guarding uh, for the for the sheriff. We've never needed guards there before. Is I don't remember. Oh, was it because we found the zombies in town that he started doing night watch? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. On account of the zombies. So many odd things happening in town lately. People on edge. I just got a terrible feeling about it all. Well, let's go to sleep and we can, we'll sleep on it and, and talk about it in the daylight. Alright, yes, let's get some rest. And yeah, everybody settles down for the evening and sleeps probably pretty hard, I imagine. Yeah. One hit point per character level. So you get one hit point for sleeping through the night. Oh, I could sleep for five more days. <laughs> I could sleep for seven. And then one point of ability damage per score. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be here for the next 13 nights. Bye. Well, and Father Grimbro could probably take care of some of that, but it's not going to, it's going to be a couple days, probably. I don't know, man. He's a priest of Parasma who just said him and his church don't bother with the undead. They can't handle it. I mean, sure. Maybe something at the, um, apothecary? I'm just saying, I think Father Grimbro might be a bitch. <laughs> well, I mean, he <laughs> does have, like, some weird-looking, uh, morphality on his face. Does he look like a bitch? He's super old. No, we we decided he might be half goblin. So he's a priest of Phrasma who refuses to fight undead and is afraid of his own mortality. <laughs> and he's a hobgoblin. Well, he he wasn't refusing to fight them. He was just saying, "I'm afraid we might not even be able to handle them." This is all I have character. I'm just giving him shit. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, I mean, he he deserves it. Do you, have you seen that guy? He looks like ET mixed with like a baked potato. A baked potato. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Look at that guy. So, you guys wake up. You feel a little bit better. But you're still probably pretty sore. Nursing some wounds. Uh, Sidril, how much dexterity damage do you have now? Nine points. Yeah. And uh, Kendra is actually up when you guys get up, and she's making breakfast. For once. Whoa, was that a dig at your own NPC? Pulling her own weight around. <laughs> for once? <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Yeah. Father Ozil will come down, for sure. Uh, he is wearing his old uh, spiral, his Farazian spiral. For the first time, you guys have probably ever seen his wooden spiral that he carries with him. And uh, he is going to eat quickly and speak with, uh, or be social with Kendra for a little bit. But his his plan is to get to the church and pick up a pick up the uh, Farazian holy book, and then come back here as quick as he can. I have no idea what you're talking about—a wooden spiral. 
Oh, uh, well, Phirasma's uh, holy symbol is a spiral, and he has a wooden, like a wooden spiral that is kind of, kind of what Father Grimpro had the night before, essentially, except his isn't, like, fancy and silver. And, and the, well, you bought a silver one at the estate sale, didn't you? Oh, yeah. I mean, is this a medallion? Yeah, but that's like... Is this something you wear on your... If you carry I don't... I can't picture it. Yeah, you know, you ever seen, like, those... It's a medallion. Yeah, like those ones that, okay, like, right. uh, hippies wear when they got all the jade spirals and shit on them. Sure, I just didn't know if it was a, a staff or, or a... What, I, I didn't get the part that it was an amulet. Oh, yeah, it's, like, around his neck, essentially. I, that nice silver one is, like, my, my bedroom spiral, you know? Like, when people have, like, crosses in their bedroom, they're like, oh, yeah, it's, uh, it's the one I pray to, but it's not the one I carry. It's for when you have company. Exactly. You gotta put out the nice holy symbol. Trying to be, uh, you know, uh, wholesome here. Not wholesome. What do I mean? Poor. <laughs> Modest? Modest. There we go. Thank you. Kendra's got breakfast going. What's your guys' plan for the day? Um, Laura's not feeling great. She's she's pretty sore from yesterday, still. Um, and she doesn't want to go to work, so she's not going. That's fair. You're calling in? I just uh, she's just not going. <laughs> Oh. Sidriel would like to wrap himself in a blanket, drink tea, and talk to Kendra about the cat situation. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, yeah, that's fair. Flora will uh, lift a corner of the blanket and climb in tea and listen to the cat. You'll get a very awkward, incredulous look as you do that. He's not going to stop you, but just like, a, what are you doing? <laughs> she pretends not to see it. <laughs> So, yeah, you ask her about the cat situation. She's like, oh, well, remember, uh, Flora, the estate sale we went to yesterday, uh, that rather nice bag that I found, and, uh, Oh, nice. When, when I got home and I, I went to put some things in it, I just, I remember thinking to myself... And I can't believe Stormac didn't find any doodads. He wanted doodads. I wouldn't mind a doodad. And and then all of a sudden, in my hand, there was this ceramic doodad. And I, when I reached in the bag, they just kept coming. They're, it's absolutely full of them. Hundreds. There must be thousands of ceramic kittens. They wouldn't stop. <laughs> They just wouldn't stop coming out. I, they, they, there's no end to them. <laughs> oh, that's great. Where is it's this bag? It's driving me absolutely insane. It's, it's in the foyer. Uh, Flora's going to go find the bag and just turn it upside down. <laughs> Glass shatters. <laughs> Carelessly dumped. <laughs> beautiful kitties on the hard floor. Can I make a knowledge check on her description of this bag? Uh, yeah, you can give me knowledge, Kana. Yeah, you think this kind of sounds like a handy haversack? Shit, yeah. 
pretty handy. <laughs> I love that it's filled with random fucking dude ads. <laughs> so good. Is it like it turns into what you want? Or like, what happened when I turned it over? I think those bags are empty unless you are actually reaching in to look for something. Generally? It's basically like an interdimensional space. Uh, so it can hold way more stuff than it looks like it can. Uh, and when you're reaching into the bag to get something, whatever you want like, shows up in your hand. So it's only a move action to get something out of the bag instead of a standard action. But does it multiply into thousands of little ceramic ca- <laughs> like what you want? No, this is what it's this must be what a previous owner just kept yeah, it in. You have there. to put it okay. into the bag in order for you to be able to pull it out. Oh, okay. So it's a storage thing. It's not like anything you could possibly want. Just stick your hand in the bag. No. And pull it out. Okay. Think essentially a school backpack. The two pockets on the side can each hold 20 pounds. The big pouch in the back can hold 80 pounds, but no matter how full it is, it only actually ever weighs 5 pounds. Yeah. Okay. And then when you reach in, you just think about what you want, and it'll be in your hand right on top. As long as you've already put it in the bag. These are going to be handy saddlebags for Daisy. So how do we get these ceramic cats out of it? Just think I want all of these ceramic cats while you pull them out? It's pretty sweet. Yeah. I have to say. I mean, uh, you could get the cats out of it. Um, it might take a little while. <laughs> How many fucking cats are in there? <laughs> you could put a, you could put a portable hole in it. No, no, you cannot. That's a that. good idea. No, it is not a good idea. <laughs> what happens if you put a portable hole in it? We all die. It implodes reality in that area. Oh, fun. Yeah. <laughs> Stormax sits down very solemnly, uh, moves a porcelain cat aside says, um, Kendra, this may be insensitive, and I've been known to be insensitive, but you, you mentioned last night that many strange things have been happening, and we've, we've all been witness to this. Um, perhaps the first strange thing was, was, was your, was your father's death. Do you know anything more about it? His death, that is. I must say, uh, I have been growing more and more suspicious. Father was always very careful. I, I, I was just trying to accept it at first, but I don't know. Just don't know. Did he ever mention to you any strains going on at the wrestlings? Uh, no, no, not the wrestlings. No, um, I I overheard him mumbling to himself about the prison in his. Uh, his final days, but he never really talked to me about it. Again, I'm sorry to be so blunt, but is it possible that it was not an accident? Has that crossed your mind? Well, it's certainly a possibility. I can't imagine who would want Father dead, but he did look into some rather nefarious things that I'm sure... He's probably crossed a nefarious person or two in his time. Well, it's probably best that you are uh, innocent and and ignorant to all of this, but I just want you to know that we are investigating this possibility. Is there anything that you know? Have you found anything that would lead you to believe this? I look to Sidriel and Flora, like, almost 
asking permission. Sidra will pull out uh, the journal. Um, Kendra, I think you, you deserve to know. Um, so, real reason we were in the graveyard, I mean, we were on guard duty, but and he'll flip to like the passage of uh, where the professor had written about the, the crypt and just hand it to her without further explanation. She'll kind of take it and with her face in it, sit down and kind of intently read it. And she'll check the, all the circled entries and I see this whispering way seems father was looking into them this all makes so much sense it seems so strange to me why why father would ask all four of you to come here just to help me with the estate I, I, I didn't quite understand it but I feel like he knew this was going to happen before it even did and perhaps he wanted a lot of you here to do something about it. I could not say what, though. Flora's kind of staring off into space while slowly pulling bats out of this bag, just like thinking, but also idly emptying the bag. Somebody hand me my bag with my thinking cats. <laughs> Jesus <Christ>. My thinking cats. <laughs> I feel like we now Should need to be keep one of those pockets full of cats. For <laughs> well, we really don't know what to do. We just pull out the thinking cats. <laughs> I like it. I'm into it. 20 pounds worth of thinking cats is a lot of thinking cats, man. Whatever this cult was up to, it seems to have something to do with the prison. I've I've heard rumors and old wives' tales about it being haunted, but to tell you the truth, I've never cared to go out and see them. May not want to, but we we will go investigate it here soon. Yes, but not too Are soon. We, we can barely make it to the graveyard and back. <laughs> have you not left yet, or have you returned already? Oh, good question. Uh, I was just... I, I wanted to hear the story about the cats, because that was... Uh, it was a very interesting story. Ozil's <laughs> <laughs> like, I got I was stuff like, to You do, started to wait. ask about it. Cats? He was like on the Ozil. way out, and he was like, What's with all the fucking cats? <laughs> Yeah, you asked about it, so he like sat back down and grabbed another plate of food. He's like, "This this whole uh, phrasma for dummies thing can wait a second. I gotta hear this. I gotta hear this. <laughs> we'll allow it. I can't imagine what it is Father expected you to do, but he n- never really did anything without a, a reason. He had a way of." planning ahead, if you will. Did he have any other associates in town? Associates, uh, well, he spent um, a good bit of time with Alendru uh, over at the Unfurling Scroll. Uh, they didn't really work to- together, but they would have tea and uh, discuss theories, and they were more f- friends, really, than associates. Might be worth following up on. I mean, that could be useful, and also, uh, it, it might be nice. I heard there's a bond racing, is that uh, correct, Kendra? Yes, uh, I believe I saw something like that on the posting polls recently. Maybe I can 
go and help them raise a barn while you guys uh, research the prison or Hold on, I like barn racing. cuddle up in the books? I think I'd be more effective at barn raising. So you want to go raise a barn and you want me to stay here, drink tea and take naps? Got it. <laughs> that, that is what I was proposing. <laughs> so Ozil, you're wanting to go to the temple? Yeah, I was just going to swing by real quick uh, on the way maybe to the barn raising uh, to pick up a holy book of Phrasma, which he does not have anymore. Okay. Uh, yeah, you do that easy enough. Uh, Father Grimbro's there, and he has it ready for you, because you mentioned it. Nice. Is it like a beat-up copy from the back of the pew? Yeah. It's Fuck got, yeah. like, uh, notes written in it and stuff. Ooh, I love notes. Cliffies. It's got... <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Cliff notes? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who writes in their Bible? Do people do that? Oh, yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, he says. You don't write in yours? Hell yeah, people write in Bibles. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. My, my grandma has, like, notes in her Bible of, like, things that her pastor has said that she, like, remembers about certain verses and stuff. So, I don't know. I, I remember that. It's like the family one that's come down from my great-grandparents or whatever. Anyway. Hell yeah. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, brother Ozil. <laughs> I knew Macho Man Randy Savage would care. Okay, uh, so you and Flora are going to the barn raising. What's and what are Stormack and Sigil doing? Um, we could we could do research here in the same way that we did um, there at the town hall, right? I mean, there's books and things to make some sort of progress. I hope. Yes. Is that barn raised today? Like conveniently, it just happened. It's happening today. Yep. Wow, it's been on the calendar for days. There, there's a calendar. <laughs> I guess I just lost track of what day it was. <laughs> it's been on display at your local planning office for decades. <laughs> Man, the housing ordinance must be a bitch if it took decade to get the barn raised. <laughs> Damn HOAs. Oh. Man, permits are hard to acquire. Man. Um. Cool. Uh, so you guys go out to the barn raising. Uh, probably you have to go maybe check the posting poles to find whose house it's at. It's a, they, they look a little different. Uh, there's some new stuff on there from the last time you checked them. Ooh, can I can I grab a bunch of those pole tabs off the bottom? That we established definitely exist with phone numbers on them. <laughs> I'm just, I don't, I'm just yeah. kidding. It's called a callback, guys. It's comedy. <laughs> yeah, well, well done. Ha 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 ha. Looking for another kid to punch? Kinda. <laughs> wow. Alright. I, <laughs> I mean, I thought I was here for uh, comedic relief, but I realized I'm just here to relieve myself. Just here for the domestic violence. Yes. So you check, uh, some of them are the same, and there's a few new ones. Uh, there's Luthko Avenaki is looking for security at the general store. Uh,. This one was on there before. Uh, Taryn's pet Bungo, the bunny, is missing. Have you seen her? The estate sale for Mrs. Burbager uh, is going to repeat on the 7th, it looks like. I didn't sell all her shit. Zokar is looking for help at the Laughing Demon. 
<laughs> I bet he is. Flora. <laughs> uh, Mrs. E- Mrs. Eamon is looking for her cat Nanook. Uh, gone since wheel day. Uh-oh, we got two missing pets. Yeah, were there also wolves out there we decided we weren't going to deal with? Deal with yet. Yeah, not at level one. I think I know where the pets might be. There's the barn raising today, and then F- Farmer Flergenhergen is offering a 25 gold piece reward for the death of the wolf or wolves killing his goats. Totally in the book, I'm sure. Flergenhergen. <laughs> so now that we know Miss Burbager had some pretty badass shit, we're going to need to hit that uh, estate sale again. Yeah, that's going to be next week. Let's hope that we live through the Day of Bones. Mm-hmm. So, let's hope that somebody can detect magic in the party next time we go to that thing. We probably would have found it. So yeah, you see those, and you pull the tab with the, the address and apartment number. <laughs> we're, oh, wait, we're raising an apartment? <laughs> no, it's a child. <laughs> Damn it! Roped into another one? <laughs> Sucker. Is... Is that what you call it? <laughs> <laughs> so you go and you help out with the barn raising. Uh, a couple people still seem like a little wary around you and kind of ignore you if you try to say hi to them. Uh, but they they don't start anything or uh, cause any trouble. It takes a good portion of the day to get this barn up. Yeah, it's a pretty crazy process if you've never seen it. Uh, but you you managed to power through it, even with your sore bruises and sore bones. And uh... I'm all I'm super fucked up. I'm I'm at like six. Yeah, I'm half. I'm I'm only twenty percent bruised. Um, <laughs> so I'm okay. Um, but do a good job still. And uh, a few of those people who are kind of wary of you start to warm up to you a little bit. And um, you know, uh... They, like, have a barbecue, and there's some, some fucking glizzies on the, gr- on the grill and some chili. Sorry, what? Yeah, there is definitely food. The glizzy. Oh, no. This is not the podcast for this. It's a hot dog. Let's <laughs> <laughs> leave it at that. <laughs> you can Google it later. You're welcome. Um, Feeling I will not be Googling that. <laughs> It's, it's just some awesome pictures of hot dogs. Don't worry about it. That. <laughs> I've heard that before. I'm falling for that again. <laughs> That's what they all say. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> Getting um, off topic here. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, they afterwards they bring out food and some meat and, uh, you know, hang out. And they're, they're very thankful. And uh, they pay, pay each person uh, that helped uh, two silver apiece. It's like you and like six other people. Oh, right on. That's some uh, money for the laughing demon. Back at the Lorimer estate, uh, where you guys, where are you focusing your research? That is a good question, John. I'm glad that you asked that particular question. Um, I bet. Wes and I would love to answer that question. I think our research left off. We had gotten the names of the different uh, prisoners, like the five main prisoners, and we wanted to start looking into individual uh, prisoners. Yeah. Um, so, that is correct. Since there is a 
priest here in town who claims to be a priest of Phrasma that doesn't fight undead and is scared of death, I want to research Father Charlatan. <laughs> okay. Uh, so let's have some knowledge rolls. Uh, history or local uh, or a profession librarian. I'll hit you with the librarian because that's all I've got right now. Um, <clears throat> is this just straight my, my, my role or is this uh, to aid him or, or what? Either way, here's the role. We're gonna we're gonna go classic and decide who aids after I the like roll. It. You want me to just roll a flat intelligence check? Is that how we were doing it? Yeah, I have Arcana, Dungeoneered, and Religion. I think you're just having me roll an intelligence check. Okay. That will be a eleven. Oof, I got a 5 on the die for a 12. Ouch. Uh, yeah, excuse so... me, Kendra. Could you help us over here? We seem to have gotten lost in these books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you uh, you spend, spend a good uh, most of the day uh, going through these books, and, you know, there's not nearly as much at the house here as there was at the town hall in the sense of like town records or um, especially with the prison you definitely feel like hey, the resources were better and you don't learn anything new so after the barn raising what are you guys doing uh, Flora and Ozel uh, I think Flora wants to go back home and rest okay you guys going to take it easy sure sounds good to me I mean, I don't know what everyone else wants to do, but I feel like taking it easy until the next eventful day is probably going to pay off for me. All right. So um, you guys head back to the house. Um, Sid and Stormac, uh, you can spend like the second half of the day researching, too, if you want. Okay. Yeah. Um, here's Knowledge Librarian. Uh, same exact role. Same role. <laughs> to be at 18 for the drill. Yeah. And so you're getting a little frustrated because uh, it's, it's some pretty uh, niche knowledge you're looking for. And, you know, there's tons and tons of books here. Uh, just every wall of the entire house is covered in books. And even with Stormac's uh, knowledge of book organization, <laughs> uh, you're still not having any luck. <laughs> Maybe eight would be a twenty total. That matters. Yeah. Book organization. <laughs> Fair enough. Just checking. Yeah. So you guys take it easy. Anything particular you're doing at the through the evening while you're resting? Um. Ozil's probably just skimming through his uh, Phrasma for Dummies and uh, finding passages that he used to like and finding more um, bits and pieces that he remembers from his uh, time, his tenure in the church. Nice. He's not big on researching. Right on. Anybody else? I feel like we could ask Kendra more questions, uh, but I don't know. 
or or maybe maybe even tell her things to inform her more. I, I don't, I'm not sure. Was there anybody that could like your ability damage? Like anybody that can cast restoration? Uh, you know that Father Grimborough could do that, uh, but the temple charges uh, for it. Okay. Well, then uh, I guess Sidriel is on bed rest for the next four days. Like, 24-hour bed rest to get uh, ability damage done. Eek. Yeah. Okay, what is it? Double it or something? Yeah, if you take a full day of bed rest, it takes two points of ability damage off. If you're tended to, does it help? That is assuming being tended to. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Well, maybe Kendra will help you out. If not, Stormac will. I got a three in heal. Alright. Yeah. I, th- I imagine you can uh, work that out. So you're going to spend the next day in bed uh, being tended to? The next four. <laughs> next four days. Oh boy. So that would get us into the day Soon. of bones already. <laughs> So you're not going to do anything for four days? I I mean, unless something okay. very important comes up, no. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way. I would like my health back. Okay. Um, hmm. Well, maybe we can take turns uh, caring for Sidriel then. Um, I'm not going to need... I mean, so it just says complete bed rest. It doesn't actually specify I need someone to tend to me. Okay. Stormak, you said you wanted to ask questions or tell things to Kendra? Um, I, I feel like that there's more communication to be had there. Um, I, I don't I just don't know uh, what she knows or what we've held back from her, if she might be more helpful. That's just a thought, but I don't have an answer. It let her in on it. Yeah, I mean, she's probably more helpful, but uh, what do you want her to exposition you? <laughs> Give you the good old <laughs> college exposition. I'm I'm reaching for something. I don't know. Yeah, you're trying to get her to <laughs> tell you what to do. That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, I mean, she's interested in getting to the bottom of what happened to her father. As are we. And the first thing she would think of is she's like, well, it seems like it's all revolving around the prison. Um. It's where he died, it's where he was concerned the cult was doing something, and it's probably be the first place I looked if I had any suspicions. Okay, I think we have failed to look at the loot that we got. Did we investigate that stuff? You did not do that. Okay, let's let's do that. Let's um, yeah. so Um Kendra can help you with that. Uh, <laughs> is that okay with you, Flora? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I wasn't sure if we were keeping secrets from Kendra or, or what. I wasn't sure where we were. Either, <laughs> that's why I was. Okay. So jumping in. I vote that we don't keep secrets from Kendra. Yeah, I think at this point we've already spilled the beans, like we showed in the journal. Yeah, for sure. Um, and she will go ahead and detect magic and roll spellcraft for you guys. Must be nice. <laughs> and. She'll, uh, she'll be like, oh, wow, uh, there's certainly some things here. And uh, I'll just I'll just give you the list out of character. <laughs> um, there are... You took everything, right? Yep. So there are one dozen... I'll, I'll put this on the loot page as well, so you don't have to worry about writing it down. Uh, there's one dozen silver arrows... 
Ooh, fancy. Uh, four sunrods. Ooh, those are always nice. Six flasks of holy water. Nice. There are ten plus one arrows. Five plus one ghost touch arrows. Oh, shit, yeah. Two plus one undead bane arrows. Oh, man. Five potions of cure light wounds. (laughs) (laughs) That That would have been mighty handy, like... When we needed them. Well, um, nobody wanted to look at it. We were all well, dying. What Wes, Wes had this cool thing. He's like, if you can take a little, like a pinky dip of a, of a potion, you can uh, figure out what it is. Like at the end of um, last time. Yeah, could have done I, that. That never came to fruition, but I was, I was wondering if he was going to do it. There are... Two potions of Lester Rester. Lester Rester. <laughs> Less rest. Less Lesser Restoration. Well, we should save these for I mean, when it, we really a... need them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Couldn't think of any opportunity where these might come in handy. There is one scroll of detect undead. Nice. Two scrolls of hide from undead. One one scroll of protection from evil. And then a thin dark wood case. Decorated with an image of a scarab. I think I described this. uh, The scarab with the single eye on its back. Uh, Same from that purple book and also the uh, secret door into that crypt. Are, are we not opening it? The darkwood case is like very finely made and contains three objects of interest. There is a large board uh, with letters on it and numbers. Ouija board? <laughs> that's, a, um, that's exactly where my head was at. There is a brass triangle with a hole oh, yeah. in it. Oh no. There's a handout. Oh shit! It is a Ouija board. Oh my uh, god! It does. It, it it looks very similar to what we would call a Ouija board. Oh, I haven't used one of those in like decades. Kendra will tell you this is uh, what's known as a spirit board, uh, supposedly used for communicating with the dead. No, no, no! It's All used right. for girl sleepovers. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And boys sleepovers. And you know. Along with the board and the planchet, it's called, that little, the brass triangle, there are four iron and glass vials in the case as well, next to six empty indentations that looks like there used to be more of these, Uh, but there's four left, and they're made of iron and glass, and there's, inside, you can, through the glass, you can see this like tiny churning clouds of vapor. They, they have like a cork or a stopper. They're like meant to be opened. Uh, is that right? Like they're like little vials or potions or something. They they have a an, an opening mechanism. I'd presume. 
Yeah, so um, Kendra will tell you. She's like, my, I think my father told me about these long ago. It's something to do with battling spirits, uh, capturing them inside. <laughs> like Ghostbusters? What? He called it a haunt siphon. What? Ghostbusters. Yes, like Ghostbusters. <laughs> cool. Actually, I, th- I got a little handout for that, too. Does that mean that there is a spirit inside of it currently? Or... Oh, those are baller. Whoa, that is super cool. That's spooky. If I remember correctly, uh, they're supposed to capture a spirit inside it somehow, and father said that they would change color and glow, be a glowing green uh, if it contains something. These appear to be empty. That's convenient. For our listening hmm. audience, we have a green tube uh, with some sort of smoke inside, and then on top and bottom it's capped with awesome fanged purple skulls. And it does look like it could maybe be opened on the top. She'll be like, oh, you one second and she'll run into the other room and she'll come back with a book and she'll be like I think this is this is it this is what he was talking about and and she'll pull the page and show it to you to capture a haunt's energies within a haunt siphon twist the metal casing to open the vial in the same round that the haunt manifests oh so like haunts like the things that Mm. have been coming after us yep I mean that's cool uh, when you activate a haunt siphon, it deals 3d6 points of positive energy damage to a single haunt. If it deals enough damage to reduce the haunt's hit points to zero, the mist inside the haunt siphon glows green. Hmm. A haunt siphon that neutralizes a haunt can no longer be used to harm haunts, but it can be used as a grenade-like splash weapon that deals 1d6 points of negative energy damage with a direct hit. Whoa. So they turn into grenades? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Ghost grenades. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> what? That is pretty sweet, but I think uh, mechanically that's it's cool. going to be pretty tough to use those because you got to have it like in hand, ready to go before you activate the haunt. And then and then you got to know that that haunt is being activated. Be ready in the surprise round. Use your one action in the surprise round to open the thing. That's gonna be a tough. That's gonna be a tough call. Yeah. Yeah. Then we can turn them into negative energy grenades if we know that it's there, which is kind of cool. It's got a. That's a cool secondary property. So we have four of those that are empty and ready for haunts. We don't have any that are already grenades. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. The professor did say there were ghost fighting tools down there, so he wasn't lying about that. Bum, bum. I mean, that's. Definitely true. Well, that's a good haul. Glad we have all those ready to go. Should we use the potions of uh, Lester Rest on Sidriel? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, but uh, if you just take two of them, right? You want to do the D4? Sure, I can roll some ones on those. I mean, don't say that. <laughs> it, uh, bro. Have those expectations real, though? 
I want to find out how to get a negative modifier on a D4 roll. <laughs> Don't say that either. My God. They're only worth 300 gold each, so don't worry about it. First one is a one. Uh, oh my god, Wes. Second one's a four, so that takes five. Five away. Oh, okay. Hey, all right. Right on. So yeah, they wake you up in the middle of the night and like pour some potions down your throat. <laughs> we found this shit in the box that's been in the crypt for like however many years. Drink it. Tastes like bones. I, I will probably also take that next day to continue poking through and reading and maybe taking a few uh, breaks to go garden in Kendra's uh, house just to spruce things up around the place. Oh, It's nice. Cut, cut some flowers, put them in a vase, clean up all the dead shit that I'm sure is all over everybody's yard. Right on. If, if we're just taking the second of Farast to, uh, you know take off. Yeah, you guys gonna all rest, or...? Nah, Stormak, uh, <clears throat> will go and do security at the general store. Just for a day. Just for a Hell day. Hell yeah. We gotta, we gotta keep our town rating up, guys. We can't be taking days off. Not all, not all of us. You mean you're, like, your day job? Yeah, I'm gonna go put in some hours at the general store. <clears throat> if they'll have me. If you want to RP it, sure. If you want to fast forward it, sure. <laughs> um, yeah, you you go to the general store and uh, you do meet Luthko Avenaki, kind of a tall, slender, uh, darker-skinned man, really nice hair and nice clothes, and uh, he's standing behind the the counter and there's a bunch of little girls running around, kind of like laughing and trying to play tag, and he's. Yelling him like, "Now, slow down there, Selka. Just, what? just, just take it easy. You're gonna hurt yourself." Uh, hello, sir. Uh, my name is Stormak. I'm, I'm new in town, but I saw you needed um, someone to do security. Ah, yes. Uh, like slaps your shoulders. Like, yeah, you look like you're a nice, strong man. Mm, that, that. You would like to make a little coin? Um, yes, sir. And and that probably uh, hurt a little bit clapping me on the shoulders. <laughs> I'm at 8 out of 12 hit points, but I, I, I try not to show it. <laughs> right. Jeez. <laughs> oh, it's right where the zombie slammed me. Yes, uh, with things happening in the town like they are recently, I just want a little bit of extra help. A uh, little muscle around would make me feel better. Uh, I heard there's, there's talk of zombies and vandals. Uh, it's craziness. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Lucy, get off of that counter! And he, like, th throws a piece of fruit. <laughs> and you hear from the back, uh, his his wife is, like, yelling at him. Now, stop yelling at the girls! They're just playing and having fun! Are you willing to work today? Yes. Day-by-day -day basis, uh, because of uh, craziness of events in town. So, yes, today. <laughs> Is that what you tell every job? You're just like, yeah, I'll work on a day by day basis. <laughs> yeah, no, no big deal. Yeah, most of these jobs, most of these jobs are day yeah. by day anyway. So All yes, right. it it is no big okay. deal. Okay. Yes, it sounds good to me. Um, if you could just find a place to post up, uh, keep an eye on things. Uh, we haven't had any trouble. It's more of a precautionary mission. Of course. And then uh, one of the little girls 
uh, comes up. There's five of them that, uh, of all varying ages. So it looks like the oldest one's maybe like 11. Um, well, one of the s- shorter ones comes up. It's like, my name's Rena. What's yours? I'm Stormback. <clears throat> oh, no. That's a funny name. I am just completely thrilled that Johnny's going to be voicing little girl. <laughs> Oh boy, here we go. Shut All right. <laughs> so uh, he finds a place out out front, and uh, he, he can see inside, but he's just mostly keeping an eye on the street. And uh, he's got his thumb hovering over the fast-forward button. <laughs> All right, so now the role play is going to take twice as long. <laughs> <laughs> He sits back and braces himself. You see Old old River, uh, the dog from the, the town square, comes and, like, plops next to you and just, like, stares out with you. Hello, Old River. So you work the day and nothing crazy happens. Um, but uh, the, the five little girls uh, come and they chat with you here and there. Um, they're, like, taking a liking to you. This... Stranger in the shop. Uh, their names are Rena, Selka, Annabelle, Lucy, and Adrian. I'm calling this copyright infringement. <laughs> what, because I named her Selka? Yeah. <laughs> Selka is the name of Megan's tiny otter person mm. in our Starfinder game. Gotcha. Um, yeah. So that happens, and... Sidriel is bed resting. Yep, he's taking the day off today. I mean, like, I'd like to go do something like um, look for the rabbit or the cat or something, but um, I'm half health and I don't want to kill myself. You know what? No, I'm going to go look for the cat. I'm sorry, the rabbit. I'm going to look for the rabbit. You have to decide. You can only look for one. I'm looking for the rabbit. <laughs> it's been it's been missing longer. <laughs> how how are you how are you doing that? Uh, who's Taryn? Is this a child or an adult? Do we have any idea who Taryn is? Is this an adult with a pet bunny? Why not? <laughs> no, I, I know a couple adult bunny <laughs> owners. <laughs> and to all of you at home that own a pet bunny, uh, Ryan says, "Go fuck yourself." <laughs> <laughs> You heard it here first. <laughs> Go ahead and call in. Tell them to fuck off. Uh, they, they have my phone number. They can... I, bu- I bunny sat for one of them one time. I'm going to post it in the show notes. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so if you ask around, uh, po- people will point you to Taryn. It is a young girl, um, maybe 13, um, and she's, like, playing out in the town square. Jumping rope. Uh, Flora's great with kids, so she's... See a bunny. Yeah, that's right. Bongo. <laughs> you know what you sound like? <laughs> what? Unacceptable. Like the guy from Monty Python who's like, I just want to sing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like spam. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Uh, yeah, Bogo's been m- missing uh, for almost a week now. Well, my friend Daisy here is great at finding people. Um, 
have anything that belonged to Bongo? The, the box I kept her in. Great, that's perfect. When she was sleeping. Perfect, perfect. Let me borrow that. So you're going to try and get Daisy to get a scent and uh, yeah. do a little tracky-dacky? You could roll survival. I remember reading something about tracking. I think she gets extra points when she's tracking. Yeah, I think your mount gets, uh, because it's trained as a battle mount, if it can track by scent, gets a plus four. So let's see what you're rolling. Okay. Um. So this is a survival. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is an eleven plus what twelve. So you wander around with Daisy for a while, and she's sniffing, 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 and um, feel like she almost picks up on something. Moves a few feet, like she's excited and found it, but then just stops and looks around, and totally loses it. But you're kind of over near the monument. Near the monument? And, uh, yeah, she just stops, like, in the road nearby the monument. Um, she doesn't pick up on anything else. Okay, so she's just gonna look around then with her eyeballs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tufts of rabbit fur. Oh. You can give me perception. Okay. Now, she did say it was missing for about a week. Yeah. Um, where's my perception? Okay, so that is seven plus five. <laughs> so twelve? Yes. <laughs> yeah, you know, you, you look around and yeah, nothing pops up. No, no rabbit fur or nothing that stands out. There's a bunch of bullshit, she says out loud. <laughs> so what, is that just a dead trail? Like a kind of... Yeah, you're not able to find anything. Cool, that was fun. And uh, if you try and go around a little, you know, with uh, Daisy scenting around, and yeah, she doesn't really pick up on it. Hey. She keeps looking back at the the monument. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, so I'm gonna go back to Kendra's and like go shake the drill. I know you're resting, but uh, Uh, how you feeling? What? Sleeping pretty good. Well, I just. What? Yeah, I could could use some help, but it's fine. <laughs> she leaves. <laughs> help with what? Yeah, she's like, hey, he's just half asleep. <laughs> no, it's fine. She recognizes she's not gonna get it out of him, so she leaves. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to wake you. Up. <laughs> hey, wake up and go to sleep. <laughs> well, I guess I. Wasn't sure what day we were on. And... I assume we're still on that first, like that day that Cedril's sleeping through, right? Yeah, this is the second of Faras. And, um, uh, Ozil, what are you doing? Reading. Uh, you're, you're studying the good book for the day? He's, yeah, he's just continuing to find things that he remembers that he, uh, that are endearing to him from the, uh, holy texts. Right on. Stormac, at the at the end of your your shift, the guy comes out and he thanks you. He's like, "Oh, can't thank you enough. I didn't think anyone would show up. Uh, there's lots of cowards in this town." <laughs> nice to meet you, sir. Lovely family, lovely store. If you would uh, like to come back tomorrow, I would uh, appreciate it. I've not seen this much violence in this town since since the Scalari brothers. 
Oh, uh, who are they? These bandits, this gang of bandits that uh, they held our town in a grip of terror for a few years. Uh, it's, it's history now. They got what was coming to them, eh? Mm. I like the way you talk, sir. Um, I'll try to come back tomorrow. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, these accents are great. Have you ever been to Yenderhof? <laughs> uh, my sister's from Yenderhof. Hey. Wonderful. Mixed family. Hey, it's all good, brother. Alright, see you later. <laughs> I'll try to come back tomorrow. Uh, thanks for the however much you paid me. <clears throat> He'll give you three silver. Three silver? Skilled labor, brother. And um, what do you what do you do after that? Um, what time of day is it? Uh, it's probably like four or five o'clock. Um, I'm in town. Do I see any of my buddies? I probably want to head over to the bar or to the Laughing Demon. Um, but... I see some of my buddies, maybe that'll change my mind. I don't know. I guess you see Flora sort of wandering around town looking really aimless. Yeah, you see Flora. Everybody else, I think, is holed up in the house. Hey, Flora! Let's go have a meal. Ah, I can. I'm looking for a rabbit. Um, okay. I'll, I'll help you. Uh, I, I don't have any... <laughs> I don't have any way to help her, but sure, why not? <laughs> Do you know anything about rabbits? I... Hmm. No, I probably don't. <laughs> uh, you guys looking for the rabbit? You see, um, Blarney Fist Whistle come up. She's walking down the road from the Laughing Demon. Looks like she just got off of work. Look, hi, Flora Stormac. Oh, what you up to? Blarney, we are looking for a rabbit. You're hunting rabbits. No, we're looking for um, Taryn. Lost her bunny. Oh yeah, I saw that on the posting polls. Uh, you need any help? Definitely. What do you know about rabbits? Not a damn thing. <laughs> awesome. We're going to make a great team. Hey, I've got a bit of a... And uh, she pulls out a little flask. So would you like a nip? Absolutely. Let's have us a, a walkabout. Uh, we're, we're bound to find something. If not a rabbit, then a good buzz. <laughs> I like you, Blarney. I like you too, friend. It's nice having uh, someone of my stature around, if you know what I mean. Couldn't be clearer. You're all right too, Stormac. Oh, thank you. You're not that tall. He he, he actually <laughs> prides himself on being a very tall dwarf, and he, so he like tries not to be uh, insulted by that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you guys wander around like for the rest of the like till it gets dark, or um, I don't feel comfortable staying out to dark at the moment. But when it starts getting dusky. Here, bunny, bunny. Here, bunny. <laughs> All right, so that's so that's a wash. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so you guys, yeah, you don't find any traces of Bunko the bunny, unfortunately. Um, I feel like that trail might have gone cold uh, after a week, <clears throat> if there was a trail to begin with. Uh, but you wander around and taking nips off the flask with uh, Blarney. And having a grand old time. And before it gets too dark, yeah, maybe she walks you guys home. And yeah, you make it home. And you, unless anyone wants to do anything else with the evening, we will go to the next day.
So you go to bed, you wake up on the third of Farast. Um, you wake up to the noise of uh, the door knocking. You know, maybe you poke your head out and you see Kendra is like throwing on a robe and like uh, trying to hurry down to the door. I'll hurry down too. Alright, cool. Uh, you follow her, and she opens the door, and it is Sheriff Keller. Keller. Kendra, morning. Are your friends here? Are they awake? Look up. I think they're getting up. Uh, should I gather them? Yeah, I need to have a word with him. We could say Stormax hanging over the railing. He goes back to wake them up. He'll wake up Flora first. With with who? With me? He wants to talk to everybody. I'll, I'll, I'll wake Flora up with Ozil, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just grabs you by the feet and starts bashing Flora with Ozil. I'll hit you with your own pimp. I'll wake everybody up. And uh, I'll head down after I've woken them up. Alright. So you guys go down there, and he's like, Morning. Uh, I hate to keep running into you like this, but it's happened again. What? What has happened, Sheriff? And he's kind of looks like at a loss for words for a moment, and he's like, "Another, another blood graffiti statue thing." What? That's right. Uh, somebody is. Did it? Did it happen like I said it would? How many letters this time? I'd, uh, I'd love to say you're wrong, but it seems uh, S is this psychopath's next letter. This time it spells out V-E-S. There's a lot more blood. There's also a body. Uh-oh. Yo. A person or an animal? No! Bunko. It's a person. <laughs> Who is it, Sheriff? Who is it? Well... I suppose I'll tell you next week. Oh my god. Come on. Nailed it. Bum, bum, bum. seen that guy? He looks like E.T. mixed with, like, a baked potato. <laughs> <laughs>